0: Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church, and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Good day, dear listener, and thank you for returning to this broadcast of The Voice of the Church. It is October, and we continue our meditations on the book of Ruth. In our previous meditation, we learned how the loving kindness of Ruth and Boaz, which we came to understand as expressions of chesed love, a loyal love, a love that is devoted to maintaining and preserving and protecting relationships, how these expressions of Hassid love on the part of Ruth and Boaz they began to soften and to change Naomi's wounded and bitter heart. In Naomi's estimation, when she had returned from the land of Moab to her hometown of Bethlehem, she had returned as a woman who had been emptied of all good and who had been stripped of all hope. She had lost her husband. She had lost both of her sons. She had returned an older woman widowed, and with no one in tow but a daughter-in-law named Ruth, and when she arrived in the town of Bethlehem, she had insisted that the women of that city that they address her as Mara, which means bitter, for that is what she was, but the Lord God in heaven he knew of Naomi's circumstances, and he had only good planned for her life, indeed, the Lord God he intended to restore Naomi to life to hope. And to trust in him. And Ruth and Boaz, these were the tools that God used in order to accomplish that goal. In today's meditation, we want to consider how this process unfolded in Naomi's life. And we want to consider the fruit that it bore. Because as we continue through chapter 3 of this marvelous short story, we discover that by the grace of God... Naomi's heart was being changed. Her heart was being transformed. It was being restored and renewed and brought back to life. And we see evidence of this change in the way that Naomi begins to interact with the people in her life and also in her willingness to entrust her life to God's care and direction. And that's made clear by the way that Naomi comes to concern herself with Ruth's welfare. Chapter 3 of this story, it opens with Naomi expressing her desire to find a husband for Ruth. And that is a tremendously important development, dear listener, because up until this point in the story, Naomi has shown little to no care or concern for Ruth's well-being. And that is astounding. After all, Ruth had given up everything to follow Naomi. She had turned her back on her homeland of Moab. She had left behind her family. She had followed the mother-in-law, who was her last tie to her deceased husband. She had given up her gods. She had given up everything that she knew and that was familiar. And she'd done all of this to remain with Naomi. Not only that, during the time since they had returned to Bethlehem, Ruth has been the only one who's been working to provide for their needs. She's been out in the fields at great risk to herself, trying to gather enough food for the both of them. Naomi, however, had been consumed with bitterness. So consumed, in fact, that she was unable to see any of the blessings that remained with her. She was so wrapped up in her own trials and travails that she'd been unable to appreciate the blessing that Ruth had been. But now, now with a heart that has been softened by Hesed love, Naomi begins to think of Ruth's circumstances and welfare. She understands that while she is old, that Ruth is relatively young, and that if she is to have a future in the land of Israel— She will need to have a husband. And so Naomi, she shifts her attention from her own plight to the needs of Ruth. More importantly, however, Naomi has started to twig into the reality that not only hasn't God abandoned her, but that he plans to ensure that she has a future as well. And here's the thing. Naomi, she can't be entirely certain of the specifics of God's plan. But she does have an awareness that Ruth and Boaz are involved in what the Lord is doing in her life. And she's prepared to trust that God, having begun a good work in her life, won't abandon the work of his hands. She trusts that if he is willing to show goodness to her and to the family of Elimelech through these two individuals, that God will indeed bring that work to completion. And so... Naomi hopes, and in that hope, she directs Ruth to do something that is absolutely extraordinary. She directs Ruth to seek out Boaz, and she tells Ruth to place her needs before Boaz and to see what she will do. To say that this was an extraordinary thing is really something of an understatement, Because in effect, what Naomi is directing Ruth to do is to propose marriage to Boaz. And in that culture and at that time, the very thought of a woman proposing marriage to a man was nearly unthinkable. The fact that Ruth is a penniless foreigner who is essentially offering herself in marriage to one of the wealthiest Israelite men. Well, I assure you that was a situation that was entirely unprecedented. But that is the hope of a heart that's been touched by the love of God. Naomi has experienced the Hesed love of God, and it has radically transformed her life, so much so that she's now no longer living just for herself. Now she's become focused on the needs of others, and she's become capable of showing love and concern for people other than herself. And on top of all of that, Naomi has been made confident. She's been made confident in the knowledge that God really does order all things to the good of his people. She's become confident that God really is working towards her personal good and that he always finishes what he starts. And therefore she knows that he won't abandon the work of his hands and she's made bold by that conviction. Again, dear listeners, we have to understand that if Naomi's experience could result in such a radical transformation of her heart. If her heart could be so changed by the love of God, how much more ought that to be the case for our hearts today? Because we've seen the love of God fully demonstrated in the person and in the work of Jesus Christ. And what greater evidence could there be of just how much he loves us? He didn't leave us abandoned in the darkness of sin even though we had cast ourselves into that darkness even though we had rebelled against him and his rule he did not abandon us to sin and to death no he sent his own well beloved son to be the light of the world well if we know jesus christ if we know Jesus Christ to be the fullest expression of his love for us and our hearts have been drawn to stand with him in the light of truth, then it must be the case that our hearts will be transformed just like Naomi's heart. If we've become aware of and if we've become confident in God's extraordinary love, then it must be the case that we're moved to be concerned with the welfare not just of ourselves, but with our neighbors as well. The love that's been shown to us in Christ, it, it must result in us being prepared to show love for our neighbors. And it must also be demonstrated by an abiding confidence that we can entrust our lives to God's care. It must be clear that even when we don't know the specifics of, of what God has planned for our lives, even if we can't necessarily see where he is leading us and and what he is at work to accomplish in us, the knowledge of what he has done for us in Christ, it must move us, it must cause us to conclude that we can unreservedly give our lives to him and that we can be confident that he will always be working to our good and that he will never abandon the work of his hands. Simply put, When we consider the love of God as demonstrated in Jesus Christ, we should be moved to keep the two great commandments as Christ identifies them in Matthew 5. We should love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our minds, and we should love our neighbor as ourselves. It is my desire, dear listener, that having heard of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you will be moved this day to acknowledge him as your Savior, and that your heart and your life will be transformed just as Naomi's were, and that like Naomi, you too will be moved to trust the Lord, to guide every step of your way, that you will love him with all your heart and all your mind, and that you will be moved then to show love to the world around you by sharing the gospel with them. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to meeting one last time next week as we hear a final meditation on the book of Ruth. May God bless and keep you.